You're listening to Moments of Authenticity, where every month we'll talk about all things mental health, mindset shifting, and an exploration into intentions for a holistic approach. I'm your host, Amber Boyd, licensed marriage and family therapist. Hey, welcome to another episode of Moments of Authenticity. I took a little bit of time off and now I'm back. And this month's episode, I'm talking about being concerned and not consumed. I think that is easy to run into kind of a burning building without proper equipment, right? Um, And I use that metaphor because I think there are moments that we have things that come up for us or things that come up for other people. And before we can actually get the lay of the land and understand what's going on, we kind of jump in and be completely consumed and overwhelmed without actually taking time to figure out what's underneath it all for not only us, but for other folks that we care about. So I thought that this episode was important to discuss The challenge to not care about what's going on with other people or people you love. When you pay attention to someone else's grass, yours doesn't tend to grow. That you can show and express concern, but again, it doesn't have to be all-consuming. And then take a beat before you give the shirt off your back. Okay, so that's where I'm going today. And um, so on the first piece around challenging, it's challenging not to care about what's going on with other people, right? We've been taught that if one goes through, then we all go through it, which can be slightly true, but it can also slightly be a bit of a, maybe an overstatement, right? I think that when we see people that we love struggling we tend to take that to heart because we think about, you know, good folks or even folks that may not have like that, the good morality type of vibe. We still care about their well-being and want them to be okay. So the thing that we take on and take personally is how could this be going on for them? How could I, you know, how could I allow that to happen? And then it becomes an internalized narrative of all the ways that we didn't show up and now we're a failure and it becomes a cyclical and almost like a um, a snowball effect, right? But neglecting yourself for the sake of being consumed leaves everyone depleted, right? So going in and being all consumed with what's going on with folks, both emotionally, physically, like all the things, right? It takes away from the ability to actually deduce what's happening and to also check in with that person around how they want to be supported because i think there are moments when we care about people and sometimes in spite of ourselves right that we jump in and we want to go into problem solving mode before we actually see how folks want to be cared for and that can cause an overstep and then the person that's doing the overstep feel resentful that that person is not taking their suggestions. So wanting to be mindful that although you may have great suggestions, you may have great thoughts and great support, we have to also be mindful about how we step in for folks because folks may not need that kind of support. And then challenging the narrative around self-preservation over being selfish and f- selfish and sometimes selfless i think that when 
we are challenging the narrative that we can't care about folks or that we should only care about what's going on for others it takes away the ability to be present in what it is that you need in hearing something hard right because it's not always managing the feelings of other people it's managing our own response to something that's really difficult to hear or watching someone experience something really difficult and checking the desire to be selfless instead of cognizant can throw off the ability to actually make space for what that person is going through. So I'll give an example. When someone may pass in a family and it's not necessarily your family member, but you might be close to them, taking over that person's grieving process can take away from them actually having space to authentically fall apart versus the desire to rush in and, you know, spew your emotions and feelings and experience without taking into account that the person you're talking to just lost that person, right? So you can be concerned, you can have feelings, you can have all of those things, but you cannot be consumed. The next part is when you pay attention to someone else's grass, yours doesn't grow. So when you gather the definition of consumed or consumption, right, it's taking it all in. And I think, well, that's not the specific definition. That's what I am taking away from it, right? Um, Kind of a wave taking over you or taking over uh, a circumstance, right? Like, pushing it down, just consuming things, putting, putting it down. Right. And sometimes we'll be all in for a situation that's not yours. And again, leave you depleted and grasping for straws. So I think with the idea of being selfless, right, it's the idea that you don't consider yourself in this circumstance. So you may not have much energy or capacity to give. And when that's not checked on, like, where is my gas tank at? If I'm at empty, being able to show up for whom I think I should show up for, that doesn't always work. Because you coming on empty and that person needing something, the way that you show up doesn't give the authentic version of what that could look like for you. So being cognizant of where your gas tank is and while you're focusing on other people's things, your challenges and issues and problems may not be addressed, right? So I think at times we purposefully ignore the burning building that we're in so that we can water someone else's building that's burning down and then we're left without. And I think there's a way to particularly balance like, again, what is it that I need in this moment so that I can show up in the best way possible? But when we ignore our instincts to care for ourselves because that's either what we haven't been taught or our mainstay is to just directly jump into the line of fire. You have to be cognizant of what that could, that how impactful that can be not only for that person, but for you too. It's okay to show and express concern, right? This isn't an episode to say that other people don't matter because that's not accurate. We don't thrive in a world alone. We don't exist in silo And I think with the idea of not wanting people to feel like we felt, if we've felt alone before, then it also doesn't take into account how it feels to be the person to show up in 
all the ways and again depleting the the energy and capacity you might have so no one is saying don't care like i'm not in a position to say that i think it's important to care for other people and what they're going through it shows love and i just don't want that to be in spite of yourself so the point i'm trying to make is that you can express concern and experience the outcome. When I say externalize the outcome, I mean lessen the desire to go into problem solving mode, right? Supporting with upholding other folks' energy and capacity before exerting your own and limit taking it personally and check the level of your own battery. So I've, I've given quite a few metaphors or analogies in this around burning buildings and checking your gas tank, um, checking your battery. But all of those things have the same thing in common. If you don't know where you're at, you don't know where you're going. And so if you are not aware of how you feel and why you feel that way, then sometimes that can become a burden of the person that you're supposedly trying to help. So I want to encourage that no one is saying don't support No one is saying don't express concern, but also if you don't know where you're at, then you don't know where you're going. Okay. So take a beat before you give the shirt off your back. Another metaphor or analogy or whatever you call them. Assess the situation fully because you can be seeing a raging fire with burning buildings and other person is looking at a campfire. So we have now like taken that concern and made it our own. And now it's like bigger than it had to be. Whereas the other person is like, oh, I'm chilling. I'm roasting marshmallows. Like I'm I'm stressed, but I'm not like all consumed with this. So being cognizant of taking a step back and assessing and then ask them what they need and explore where your capacity is to give that. And if you can do more and you can share more, and that's an option, but be careful about holding them responsible for what they do not take, right? What they do or do not take. Because I think sometimes folks can feel really off put or out when like folks don't take their suggestions or their help. When sometimes you have decided to give that, you have decided to overstep and overshare versus taking a step back and asking what that person needs. And I want to emphasize checking the internal dialogue around cognitive distortions. So the things that we make true, like all or nothing, black or white thinking, sometimes we'll catastrophize, like really making something huge. When again, if we take a step back, we can notice that it's really maybe not as big, but it is impactful. So not, you know, wanting to take away that it's impactful. We want to check those cognitive distortions as a means to like, so that we're not rationalizing behavior. And we want to make space to hold someone's truths and challenges while expressing concern and not eclipsing their agency, right? So when I say eclipsing their agency, again, it's, it's not giving them space to say exactly what they need. When we take away someone's agency, we have decided for them how they should respond, where they're at, what they need, and being cognizant that that's not all, like that's not how everybody wants to be supported. And even though it can come with really great intentions, like you can have the best of intentions, but your impact may look completely different. And so with that, being cognizant that you assess the situation, ask what's needed, and let's not take away other folks' agency. 
Okay, so thank you for tuning in this month. I will be continuing to put out content and I appreciate everyone who has taken time to listen to this podcast. I appreciate your time and your energy and I hope that you have a great rest of your month. I'll see you next month. Thanks for joining us this month on Moments of Authenticity. Check me out on Instagram at Healing Through Authenticity and via my website, amberboytherapy.com. Like this podcast on various sites and stay tuned for more content. See you next month.